0: Happy Wednesday! Today's episode is going to cause some things to shift for the better. Stay tuned! My name is Felicia Goings and I want to welcome you back to WordCast, where I get to bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our word focus for this week is seated. I want to share something that I believe will help us honor our seat and value what our position in Christ enables us to do. If you're a believer in Jesus, it's important that you believe every word that the Bible says about you as a child of God. And all this week, I've been sharing how we've been seated in Christ. And today I'll dive more into what that actually means. But before I do, I want to share this revelation that I received from the Lord. Deception is not a lie. Deception is what causes people to believe a lie. And that is the tricky part. For example, if I said, hey, the ground that you're standing on is made of bricks. You would look at the ground and say, no, it's dirt. And you would be correct. That is the truth. But if I would have blindfolded you, then walked you over to a particular place outside and said, the ground that you're standing on is made of bricks. More than likely, you wouldn't be quick to disagree because you can't see what I see you're blindfolded. But if you trust me, you're more likely to believe what I'm saying. What I'm about to share with you for this episode requires trust. Not in me, but trust in what God said in his word or what he said to you in your spirit that lines up with his word. If we lack clarity concerning something, that can be a type of blindfold. And during times in our life where we don't necessarily see or know how something will conclude or what direction to take or what God is doing, that is a prime time when the enemy may try to use deception to get you to believe a lie. The enemy banks on what you don't see, what you don't know, what you don't practice. He banks on what you're blind to. And that's why we must lean into the word and allow it to be our guide until the light turns on in our heart and we can see. Psalm chapter 119 verse 130 says the entrance of God's word gives light it gives understanding to the simple In this episode, you are about to be illuminated and gain understanding that makes you lethal against the work of darkness. Sickness and disease are a work of darkness. Families being torn apart is a work of darkness. People living in poverty and not having their needs met is a work of darkness. A person having no confidence or no value in who they are is a work of darkness. Anything else that is evil, wicked, and not of God is a work of darkness. But all of these things are overcome and placed under your feet when you take your seat. Now, I'm not saying this just to make you feel good or motivate you if you're a believer in Christ. Please understand that I am saying this because it is true. And we are about to get clarity that will shatter any work of darkness that the enemy has tried to threaten you, your life, your health, or your purpose with. Our anchor scripture for this week is Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, which says, And he raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. During yesterday's episode, I read verse 10 to you in the Passion Translation, which says, We have become his, God's poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given to each of us. For we are joined to Christ, the anointed one. Beloved, if you are joined to Christ, you are seated in him and you are one with him. So today we're going to clarify what that means for our everyday life. Yes, being seated is amazing and we need to practice being seated in authority and at rest with who we are as children of God. But it's important to know functionally If we are seated in heavenly places, which is a spiritual dynamic, what does that mean for our earthly existence? Beloved, you're not seated after you're well advanced in years and you die from the earth and go to heaven if you're a child of God. You're seated right now. In this very moment, you are one with Christ. But functionally, what does that mean for you here on the earth? What does it mean to be seated? We find our answer in the most trusted place to hear God speak, which is his word. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17 tells us what it means for us to be seated in heavenly places, but live on the earth and be in a physical world. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17 says, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, and that he is Jesus, as he is, so are we in this world. So to be seated means that as Christ is, so are you on the earth in this physical world that we live in. This means that if Jesus commanded sickness and disease to leave, you can command sickness and disease to leave. If Jesus caused the dead thing to be given life again when Lazarus got sick and died, you can cause a dead marriage, a dead friendship, a dead company, anything that God ordained that has died, you can cause it to be given new life. If Jesus cast out tormenting demonic spirits, you can cast out tormenting demonic spirits. Not because of what you do, but because of who you are. You are seated and as Jesus is, so are you on this earth. If Jesus calls something stagnant to move again with new vitality and strength, you can call something that seems stagnant in your life to move again and have new vitality and strength. And here's the thing, you don't have to just take my word for it going to show you God's word as proof and evidence that as Jesus is so are you on the earth king so are you on the earth queen for every one of those examples I just gave you I'm going to show you in the word where Jesus did it and then I'll show you where an everyday person just like you did the same thing because they were seated and they knew who they were in Christ here we go so if Jesus commanded sickness and disease to leave you can command sickness and disease to leave. In Luke chapter four, verse 38 through 39, it says, now he, Jesus, arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a fever and they made a request of Jesus concerning her. So Jesus stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left. And immediately she arose and served them. Y'all, that's as Jesus is. Now let's look at the so are we part. Acts chapter 28, verse 8 through 9. And it happened that the father of a man named Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went in to him and prayed and he laid his hands on him and healed him. Verse 9. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. Who were they healed by? They were healed by Paul who was seated in Christ, who was empowered by Christ. He didn't heal them in his own strength. He healed them in the strength and power of Jesus. Now get this, Paul was not a disciple that walked with Jesus on the earth. Originally, Paul wasn't even a follower of Jesus. And before the crucifixion, some theologians have said that Paul didn't even know about Christ. So just like you and I didn't walk with Jesus when he was on the earth in his flesh body, Paul didn't either, but he was seated in Christ like we are after he got saved. Let's go to the next one I told you about. If Jesus caused a dead thing to be given life again, you can cause a dead marriage, a dead friendship, a dead company, anything that God ordained that has died, you can cause it to be given new life. John chapter 11 verse 17 says, so when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Verse 21, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 40, Jesus says, did I not say that if you believe you would see the glory of the Lord? Verse 43, now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 44, and he who had died, Lazarus, came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth and Jesus said to them, loose him and let him go. All right, that's as Jesus is bringing a dead thing back to life even after it's been dead a long time. That's as he is. Now let's look at the so are we part. Acts chapter 9 verse 36 through 40. At Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that Tabitha became sick and died. And y'all, just like in the story of Lazarus and Jesus, some of Tabitha's people were sent to Peter, urging him to come because Tabitha had gotten sick and died. And just like in the case with Jesus, when Peter arrived to Tabitha, people were crying and mourning her death. Now, verse 40. But Peter put them all out. Everybody who was crying and mourning and knelt down and prayed and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And Tabitha opened her eyes up. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Y'all, this is our example. Peter was just like us. He was a person, an everyday person. So whatever thing is dead that God has shown you is his will and is supposed to be alive in your life as Christ is. So are you in the earth to release it from death and command life to be. Now, our next to last example. If Jesus cast out tormenting demonic spirits, you can cast out tormenting demonic spirits. In Mark chapter 9, this dad has his son before Jesus asking him to heal his little boy. Verse 24, immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Verse 25, when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit out of the little boy, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Verse 26, then the spirit cried out, Convulsed the little boy greatly and came out of him. That's as Jesus is. Now let's look at as the so are we part. Acts chapter 16, verse 16 says, A certain slave girl, possessed with the spirit of divination, met us who brought her master much profit by fortune telling. Verse 18. Paul became annoyed with the girl, saying stuff by the way of an unclean spirit. Paul turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he, the demon, came out of her that very hour. Y'all, as Jesus is, so are we on this earth. Now let's go to the last example for this episode. If Jesus causes something stagnant to move again with new vitality and strength, you can cause something that seems stagnant in your life to move again and have new vitality and strength. John chapter 5. Now, a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. That's as Jesus is. Now, let's look at the so are we part. Acts chapter 3, verse number 2. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask for money from those who entered the temple. In verse six, Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Verse seven, and he took the man by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Verse eight, so the man leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. This crippled man's legs was weak, and he was in a stagnant place, unable to move by himself. I don't care what seems stagnant and down and weak right now in your life. If you're a child of God, as he is, so are you. You can receive new strength in that area of your life and you'll be the one jumping and leaping and praising God. So you listening to me right now, I will tell you once more. To be seated means, according to 1 John 4, 17, as he, Jesus, is, so are we in this world. So what are you facing today? What's been on your mind? What's happening in your life? What's going on with your business? Has Jesus defeated that thing? Yes. Has Jesus overcome it all on the cross? Yes. And so will you, child of God. Because according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, God raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Beloved, I have one key takeaway for you today. To be seated means to be like Jesus in the earth. Get ready for miracles, signs, and wonders to be more evident in your life as you exercise your authority in Christ from your seated position. Now, I feel led to pray over you, so tune in and just say amen if you're in agreement with what I pray. Father God, I declare that you seal this word up in every person that is listening. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would touch the hearts and minds of every listener and cause them to walk in the boldness of Jesus Christ so that as he is, they too shall be in the earth in Jesus' name. I love you guys so much. Now say these decrees after me and let's win this day. Lord Jesus, I have been raised up to sit in heavenly places in you. I stay seated and I conquer everything that has been trying to conquer me. I stay seated in my place of authority. I stay seated and God causes me to see truth. I stay seated enemies are made a footstool underneath my feet i stay seated because lord jesus i am seated in heavenly places in you my name is felicia goins thank you so much for joining me on wordcast for another new series Stay tuned Monday through Friday all this week. Like and share the episodes. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.